Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hello, you guys, and welcome back. As we wrap up for the end of the year and finish out this season, I have been thinking about the top things that we kind of learned this year, the things that, you know, kept resurfacing time and time again. And one of those things is how unhelpful hospital-sponsored childbirth education has become. And so today's episode is all about why you should be seeking out-of-hospital childbirth education, meaning if your childbirth education that you're looking into taking is sponsored by your hospital, it's held at the hospital, it's taught by a nurse at the hospital, it's taught by former nurses at the hospital. It's taught by former L&D providers. We want to be thinking about the biases that come with the person that teaches your childbirth education, because at the end of the day, the way that you prepare for childbirth is going to greatly impact the outcomes that you have. We know that when you take a childbirth education course, a lot of people will report it was a waste of time. Many people feel actually more scared coming out of it than going in. A lot of people say they kind of talked at us and they didn't talk with us. I didn't really get a lot of my questions answered, but they sure did give us a lot of information. Not sure what to do with that information or exactly what all of it means, but we got the information nonetheless. It's kind of telling of the hospital system or indicative of, I suppose I should say, that they do a lot of talking at patients, but not a lot of true communication in order to provide good education. I always think about childbirth education and out of childbirth education as vehicles. And I always like to say that out of childbirth education will be like riding in a Ferrari. It's going to be smooth. You're going to be comfy. And then hospital childbirth education is going to be more like riding in a tractor. In a tractor. 
bumpy. It's big. It's loud. You got to yell over everything. It's kind of cumbersome and you're a pain in the ass on the road. Unfortunately, childbirth education that's sponsored by the hospital isn't given patients the full spectrum of options. It really just kind of teaches you what the hospital wants you to know. So you can see that's a very one-sided story there. That's not true consent. We know in order for things to be true consent, well, three things have to be present. Number one, you have to have the right to all information. Number two, you have to have the right to transparent discussion, to ask questions, to inquire about alternatives, to seek second opinions. And then finally, you have to have the right to freely say no or decline. And that means without any sort of fear tactics or manipulation or coercion or, you know, belittling or abusive words. Without all three of those, it's not really informed consent. It's like coerced consent. It is super, super important that the childbirth education that you get is setting you up for that smooth ride, that smooth delivery. Another thing that hospitals are not super great at is keeping their policies updated. We see this across the hospital kind of in general, but it's especially bad in maternity care units. And there was actually, there's actually research, I'll link it for you there, but it says that most hospitals are running about 17 years behind the research, which you'll have to do some math from whenever you're listening to this, but I'm recording this in 2022. So that would be 2005. That means our hospitals are giving data, no, are giving medicine, practicing based on data that was published in 2005. You guys, I was just getting out of junior high in 2005. That is what? No. It just, it doesn't set patients up for success. It sets them up to be put on that conveyor belt. And we know things like the cascade of interventions. You know, we know things like if you don't know your options, then you don't have any. We know things like if people aren't told, you can say no, you can ask questions. You're allowed to decline that. You're allowed to say not right now, come back later. Then they don't know that they can. It's childbirth education's job to educate that person about their rights, to help them understand their options, to help them expand their knowledge of truly what's happening in their body. Childbirth education should not be scaring you into different choices or withholding certain information or only telling you one side of the story because that's what they want you to know. That's not fair. That's not fair. And it robs people of their ideal birth. It really does. Childbirth education that fails the patient ultimately sets them up for birth trauma. So now imagine that. The system that is educating you is simply putting you right back through its own system on a conveyor belt just to give you birth trauma. And the kicker for me is that this isn't new news. Birth trauma has been on the rise 
our maternal mortality rate has been on the rise. Our people of color in our country and our birthing systems have been being abused in the system. So what gives? I don't know, but I can tell you, you've got ways that you can get updated evidence-based information, like taking an out-of-childbirth education course. The birth lounge is perfect. I'm a little biased. Uh, speaking of bias, you know, it's not that your providers are not going to not have biases. It is that we must evaluate their biases. We as patients need to evaluate, are we comfortable with their biases? They should be self-aware enough to understand not only do they have biases, but how to check those biases at the door in the name of consent so that they can actually provide consensual care they know they have biases. They know what they are. They know what trigger them and they know how to check them, check themselves and check their biases at the door. Leave it out in the hallway. Doesn't belong in the patient care room. Your job is not to influence that patient in either way. It's to give them transparent information, provide them with evidence-based answers, give your clinical suggestion, your professional opinion as a medical professional, and ultimately leave it up to them, your patient, to make the decision. Hospital childbirth education is not non-biased. However, the childbirth education that you get on the internet is also not unbiased. Taught by your doula is not unbiased. Everyone has their biases. Are you comfortable with those biases? As that pregnant person, as that mama, as that laboring human, are you comfortable with the biases that are in the room with you? And a lot of those biases, you kind of get the you, you get to choose the people they come with. So you get to choose your OB. You get to choose, ultimately you chose your partner. You get to choose your doula. To some aspect, you get to choose your nurse. You can always ask for a new one if the one you have doesn't drive with you. But it's not unbiased. It's just checking, are you okay with the biases that come along with it? And in the hospital, there are a ton. They are biased to more intervention. That is literally their business model. That's how they make money. That is how they move their bottom line. They love interventions. They got salaries to pay, so they need money coming in. They also love it when people have epidurals because it makes their job easier. We have seen this. I've talked about it before on the podcast and I've gone on rants about it online. Social media, I have showed you screenshots after screenshots after screenshots after screenshots of labor delivery nurses who say they love it when people get epidurals. They hope all their patients have epidurals because it makes their job easier. They get to just hook you up to the monitor, you're stuck in the bed, and they get to sit out at the desk and come in less frequent and do less work, and they love it. And this is straight from them, you guys. I'm not even bashing them. Who would not take advantage of that? But then they go on to say, well, sometimes it just ends in a C-section. And that's true, but it shouldn't be 33%. It shouldn't be that much in our country. And that is the bottom line, is there are clear biases. And so if you're comfortable with 
your childbirth education nudging you in a direction that is in any direction. Let's say your hospital, your hospital childbirth education is going to nudge you in a more medical way. It is a hospital. They are a medical facility. They are part of the medical industry. The lens they look through is medical, right? It's just, there is no getting around it. And there is no like, oh, my hospital offers a natural childbirth education. Okay, hardy, har, har. The joke is really on you if you don't see through that, my friend. Seriously, seriously, wake up. You cannot take an unmedicated natural childbirth education at a medical facility that everything they do is painted through the lens of medicalizing things. They treat sick people, but you're not sick. If you are part of the mass majority of low-risk, uncomplicated pregnancies, you're not sick and you shouldn't be treated as such when you go into the hospital to have your baby. That's how you end up with birth trauma. That's how you end up with unnecessary interventions. But will your childbirth education at your hospital tell you that? Absolutely not, because they get to make money off of all that stuff. They get to pay the pockets of the people who are doing the work. You see? It's just not non-biased. And now we've kind of gone into my final point is there's just a huge conflict of interest. And the final being that person who is working for the hospital, teaching childbirth education, whether they are a childbirth educator, a nurse, a provider, a doula in the community, you know, an IBCLC, whoever it might be, they are employed by that hospital or they are an independent contractor. They are loyal to that hospital because that's where their paycheck comes from. They are not going to teach you things that the hospital has said, do not teach these people. Getting an out of hospital childbirth education is the way to go because that person is loyal to you. You pay my bills at the birth lounge. You pay me at the birth lounge. I answer to you. You're ultimately my boss in the birth lounge. You say you want to learn about this. I'm teaching about it, sister. You say you want information about this. I'm pulling it for you, honey. You want to know about how to have this conversation? I'm hopping on a live call and going to act it out. I'm going to give you actual scripts. You're not going anywhere unprepared. You know, I work for you and the childbirth educator at your hospital, unfortunately, doesn't. They work for the hospital. They just, they do. They just work for the hospital and it is a huge conflict of interest. And the one that pays the price is you. And I want to prevent that for you. And with that, I am so excited to tell you that the doors to the birth lounge are open. This is the last launch of the year. It is a non-judgmental space for you to come and explore all of your options. I literally teach you about all the spectrum of options. We're talking about non-pharmacological pain relief options and the medication pain relief options. We are talking about what to do in labor in all the stages of labor. We're talking about how your partner can support you in all the stages of labor, plus late pregnancy and postpartum. We're talking about the spectrum of postpartum choices too. I talked to you about safe sleep. I talked to you about bassinets like the snoo. I even teach about co-sleeping because the bottom line is people are doing it. And if they're going to do it, I want them to do it safely. There are rules to co-sleeping. You can do it safely. Abstinence only programs don't work. So you get the information in TBH. We teach you about bottle feeding, breastfeeding, formula feeding, combo feeding, 
solely pumping. I want you to have all the information so that you can truly choose what is best for you because I am unattached to the outcome of your birth. But what I am so intensely attached to is making sure that you do not walk away from your labor experience with trauma because it's so avoidable. With good communication and you being informed and consent being a priority, you can have such a beautiful hospital birth. Whether you choose an unmedicated or a medicated delivery, whether you choose to be seen by OBs or midwives, it doesn't matter. You can have an empowered hospital birth. The doors to the birth lounge are only open for another 48 hours. So be sure to join before they close. You can visit thebirthlounge.com backslash join to join me in the birth lounge. You guys do not miss out on this opportunity to have an informed and confident labor. You deserve to be heard in your birth. All right, guys, I will see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident. Hey there, just a friendly reminder that nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast. Side effects may include educated adults, informed decision-making skills, and consensual care. Tranquility by Hehe and the Birth Lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast. The birth parent deserves all the credit.